Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a story about a series of murders and disappearances that happened in the winter of 2000. Previously on a new winter, a shot rang out. The windscreen shattered and I shielded my eyes. As I opened them, I saw that in the back seat was Dubridge, with a hole in the centre of his head. This is episode 33 of A New Winter. Blood was pouring out of Dubridge's head and onto the back seat. I looked back into the road, but Sophia was gone. I didn't know what to do. I looked down at myself and it seemed I'd been spared being drenched in his blood. I got out of the car. There was no one around. No one had seen me. And so I ran. I left the car there, running in the middle of the road, and sprinted off into the woods. My mind raced. Where should I go? Is Sophia after me? Should I try escaping the town? Once I was a safe distance, I took a breath and calmed myself back down. What Dubridge said about Graham's, about her being my sister. It couldn't be possible, could it? She must have known this entire time, right from the beginning. That's why they kept me close, maybe. That I've been able to stay away from the police because she's been trying to keep me safe from afar. I mean, why not just tell me? Why not just be honest about it? I mean, maybe... Well, maybe she felt like she couldn't trust me. I tried to think. Could I... Could I remember her? I wrapped my brains until I remembered. When I was escaping from Mr. Tooley with Dubridge, I had that vision. I had that vision of of a family sitting at a table. In that house. Had I been there before? Was that my family? What about the other house and what I'd remembered there? Where was my true home? I ventured back towards that house where I had my vision, but the light was fading, so I had to be fast. After an hour, I finally came upon the house, but the sun had almost set. It was still deathly quiet. I walked in and I tried to see if I could remember something, anything. I turned on the lights and went upstairs. There was nothing unusual, but as I looked around, nothing sparked a memory. It 
just felt like any other house. I opened the first door I came to, but it was just a simple bedroom. It looked like I hadn't been slept in for months, in fact. Well, if not years. The next room I came to was the bathroom. Nothing special. And then the door at the end, it just wouldn't open. It had been locked. I looked around and pulled up the carpet, checked a nearby pot behind the radiator, and just in case there was a key or anything, but nothing. So instead, I just started kicking it. Each one doing little damage, but making quite a noise. I started to feel anxious about who could perhaps hear me. Maybe that creature that wandered the corridors beneath this very house. Perhaps whatever other dangers I'd not even laid eyes upon. But then after a couple more kicks, I felt it start to give, until the door swung open and there, in front of me, was a room full of papers and photos and documents covering the walls and floor. In the middle of the far wall was a big yellow piece of paper with a large question mark on it. Splayed across it were photos, notes on other yellow bits of paper, all sorts of information, and all connected via pieces of string, so it looked like a web with a spider in the middle. The yellow spider, I thought. This was the yellow spider the voice had described to me, that it pointed me towards. My head started thumping again, and I remembered. I did remember standing here before, with Graham's, and she was talking me through something, but what was it? What was it that she was saying? I looked at the photos, and they were mostly of me and what must have been, well, my twin. What had happened to him? There were maps with notes written all over them, areas marked out with thick black borders drawn on in pen, entire lands just marked in red with danger on them, and there in the middle of one of the danger areas was a crude sketch of the tower, the tower that listens. I didn't want to touch anything. This had obviously been meticulously put together, but it was clear that Graham's had had trouble finding any common ground, any method in the madness. She'd still been investigating, knowing perhaps Dewbridge, but looking around, there didn't seem to be much of a result. I'd definitely been here before. I'd stood at this very place and looked upon these notes. And something outside caught my eye, out in the darkness. From a fire saw flames rise in the distance. What was happening out there? didn't move. Someone had entered through the front of the house. Maybe they'd seen the lights and come looking. I was sick of running and hiding. I was going to see who it was and confront them. I walked out of the room and at the end of the corridor I noticed something strange, something different. It took me a second but I realised that the light must have gone off downstairs or been turned off. The corridor now led to a dark hidden staircase I hesitated did I dare go down there what would I find would it be worth it and as I began walking I heard some strange noises animal like was it the monster from the tunnels had he come up into the house no no this was as if someone was was searching for something as I started walking down the stairs, fear started to grip my heart with its icy fingers. I didn't know what I would find or see, or even if it would be real. 
I know you're here, a male voice bellowed out from downstairs. Show yourself. I took a breath and slowly walked down the stairs. There, I could see, in the lounge, there was a tall man throwing his arms around, just smashing whatever he could find onto the floor. Come on, he shouted. Then he swung round and I could see it was Michael. He looked at me, fearful actually at first, but I tried to remain strong and unmoving. Here you are, he said. He told me I'd find you here. Who did? I asked. My father. He said, he said to find you here. And he was slurring, although focused in a strange way. This didn't seem like it was alcohol induced at least. Hmm, well, here I am. What, what do you want? I want the secret, he said. Um, what, what secret? I asked. Michael then threw his hand into his jacket and whipped out a gun. Don't play games with me. The secret. The secret to... To live forever. Like you. Live forever, I said. Someone's been tricking you. Filling your mind with nonsense. Nonsense, is it? He showed me things. Things I never even thought possible. Michael was in a frenzy. He was manic. Okay, who, who did? Who showed you? My father, Michael said. He showed me. Hmm, Mr. Tearley, I said to myself. And Michael waved the gun again. I want to know. I want to know how to live forever. Michael, I, I... Look, he said. I'm dying. It's cancer. That's why I'm back here. That's why I wanted to come home. They told me there was nothing that could be done. That I needed to find... Find peace. But it's you. You're the answer. It's fate that brought me back. Now, I'm, I'm so sorry, Michael. I don't know what to say, but please, just put the gun down and let's talk about it. No, Michael shouted. He want me to use your tricks to get inside my head. Tell me what I need to do. How I can... How I can stay alive. Michael, I said to him gently... I don't know what he's been telling you, or what magic tricks that he's shown you, but I don't have any powers. I'm just a normal guy, like you. I wasn't sure how true this was myself anymore, but I needed to calm him down. Please, he started sobbing. Please, just help me. Just tell me what to do. And then in front of me, Michael broke down. The gun was shaking in his hand now just vaguely pointed in my direction rather than straight at me Michael listen I can't help you then from within his eyes I saw a rage rise up fine he said through gritted teeth and I guess you have no use to me after all and then he straightened out his arm with the gun pointing directly at me In that split second, I shut my eyes, expecting to feel a bullet pierce me somewhere. Instead, I heard a loud thump and a clatter. I opened my eyes to see Michael on the floor, standing above him, a man 
clothed in dirty rags, torn, muddy, and a grey hood falling over his face, a bloody knife in his hand, dripping, dripping onto the floor, and he was panting hard. Thank you, I said, I think. And then the man, staring down at Michael's body as he bled out, slowly looked up and pulled back his hood. And there, staring back at me, was myself. I just want to say a thank you to all the people who have donated via Patreon this week. You can do so yourself at patreon.com slash anewwinter. You can follow us at Twitter at anewwinter or you can email us at anewwinterpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.